With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. So this is the last podcast before the draft. I hope your team drafts who you want them to or not. I really don't care. I just hope that your rookie draft goes well. And that's really what we're here for. So this, this is going to be our last rookie breakdown of the regular podcast. We're going to be doing some more after the draft. But in order to get those, you're going to have to go to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Five bucks a month, you get exclusive access to written content bonus podcasts rankings on our notion server and um a group chat that's right i was forget about the group chat so uh, a lot of stuff a lot, a lot yeah. of good stuff you always forget about the group chat man i do <laughs> i know i need to pay more attention to that but joining us and you just heard his voice we got maddie big chest how you doing maddie living the dream man just just uh recorded a new episode of dynasty by design tonight it's my podcast you can check it out Yes, do check out Dynasty by Design. That is actually one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and here's our intern, Sean. Just going ahead and, you know, he's throwing it out there. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Cody's checking in saying Mac Jones sucks. Well, you know what else sucks? Your spelling of Mac because there's no K on Mac Jones, idiot. Uh, also joining us, we have Cody's nemesis, Nate Christian. How you doing, Nate? I am doing great. I keep using the same metaphor, but... Thursday is Christmas, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings with my best friend Kyron, just chowing down on some uh, half-price wings and uh, hoping that the Ravens, with their two first-round picks this year, draft an edge rusher and a wide receiver. Nate, who wins the AFC North this year? Uh, I think that's a pretty easy one, and it's the Ravens. Okay, pretty easily too, right? What do you think they're going to be, about 14-2? and two? Like yeah, I mean, yeah, 14 and 2, 13 and 3, and then second will, you know, probably be like a suck off between the Browns and the Bengals and the. What, what's the other team? Oh, yeah, the Steelers. They might come in last, you know. Ben, Big Ben, you know, with the, talking about noodle arms, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben's not, his arms not looking so great. Uh, but speaking of pythons, we have Porkman joining us. How you doing, Porkman? You're sleeping great Python. Yeah, you know, I got the sun's out, guns out. So just it was a wonderful day today. Like nine just, at night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. This is freaking sunny somewhere else. But yeah, Thursday, can't wait. Thursday, Friday, get my vaccine on Saturday. So I'm sitting in the house Saturday all day. 
that's where all the uh, that's where all the good people are get for us because you know we do that those deep deep dives on on our rookies. So hopefully Puka's a, a day three guy for Nate. Yeah, and yes. uh, hope TJ Vash is a day three guy or day two guy for me. And you know everybody else has their own. Uh, you know Nico Collins might be day three, but uh, yeah. you know you see how that goes. There's never going to be a more exciting day three than this year for me for because sure. all of my guys are day three picks <laughs> at best. So like, they, they man, seventh round, I'm going to be sweating it. Uh, Nate, I just want to let you know that all of my guys ever have always been like a day three guy. <laughs> so, and uh, you know, I'm kind of indifferent to the draft. I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm used to disappointment. So it's nothing new to me. So I'm going to probably be pissed off on Sunday for some reason. So. You will be. I will be. Porkman, you know I will be. I'll be I'm going to be too. Yeah. Well, just listen. This is very important disclaimer, okay? Yes, I know. My hands do a lot, Maddie. For those of you that have cable, don't be that guy, <laughs> Porkman, and announce the pick to people that stream everything. I didn't know. Okay. Oh, I don't know how many times we had to say to you, Porkman, we don't have cable. Can you listen? Stop? I was excited. Okay. Don't 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 try to curb my excitement because you don't have cable. Yeah, okay? Jalen Hurts was a very exciting pick last year. We were all very ecstatic about that. No, I, I broke my computer. Broke and, my, computer. Uh, my wife looked over at me and she said, Don't they already have a quarterback? I said, You can stop talking right now. They do. That's a one It's terrible. She's like, Well, can you explain to me what, what they did? And I was like, I can't. Because I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's good times. I drink more of my tea. Well, Speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about the rest of this quarterback class. And uh, Nate and I did discuss, we do have a couple other quarterbacks we'll be talking about. Again, that's going to be Patreon episodes. Those are guys that are probably not going to be considered in the top five or six of the class. But um, depending on draft capital, could warrant some consideration in your rookie draft. So let's start it off with Trevor Lawrence, who is widely considered Probably one of the best quarterback prospects of all time. He is from the University of Clemson. Six foot six, 220 pounds. One thing he did not do a lot of in college was lose football games. I think he only lost, what, two as a starter? Two. 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 Yeah. So uh, one of the questions that I'm going to have is, can he handle losing? Because in high school, he didn't lose a lot. College, he didn't lose a lot. It's something that mentally is going to be hard for him to adjust to. But um, I think he could do it. He finishes with 10,098 yards passing, 90 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, 943 yards rushing, and 18 rushing touchdowns. So for a six foot six guy that's 220 pounds, he doesn't move like he's that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, uh, Maddie, you're you're a Trevor Lawrence fan, right? I think everybody is. Yeah, you know, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Uh, most upside in this class, I think, uh, hits windows really well downfield on the rails. Uh, very impressive. Good rushing upside, too, like you said. Uh, sneaky rusher. Uh, you know, you don't think he's going to take the ball a lot, but, you know, Clemson used him a lot on zone reads. Um, and they give him a lot of QB draws, too, which is cool to see. Uh, he took a lot of those for, like, 60 yards sometimes, which is, is surprising to see. Uh, I like Trevor Lawrence. Um you know, Jacksonville's going to be a good spot for him. They have a lot of weapons. They brought in Marvin Jones this year. That was a good addition. He's 32, but, you know, he plays well for his age. 
Um, LaVisca Chenault's a great buy low right now in D- Dynasty. Always always buy him right now. Uh, and then they also have DJ Chark, who has another year left. So DJ Chark's a good weapon. Uh, I like the situation he's going into. They need an offensive tackle. In my mind, it's going to be Leatherwood from Alabama. Uh, that'd be a great addition because Cam Robinson has only so many years left on that contract. And, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to walk into a good situation with a good head coach. I like I like it, man. Uh, can't say enough about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, once in a lifetime prospect, like you said. I want to actually touch on something that you said, Matty. It's, it's a fantastic point. I love to buy these wide receivers right as they're about to go into their second year. You know, everyone's always talking about the new guys that are coming in and wide receivers, especially if they're not like a super, super top flight wide receiver, that luster seems to wear off pretty quick, quickly. Not saying that they're a bad prospect, LaVisca Chenault, not a bad prospect at all. And that mm-hmm. same thing doesn't seem to happen for running backs. So this is when I like to try to buy running backs. Or I'm sorry, wide receivers and buy Cortland Sutton. Now, if you can too, people really don't seem to be talking about him too much. So uh, poor Thoughts on Trevor Lawrence, sunshine, as I guess he's called. <laughs> yeah. 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 Trevor, to me, it seems like you know, at first I had him as my uh, number two quarterback, but I looked at some more film and it's just like you can't really deny the talent. He play, had a lot of um, a lot of passes on the run, just accurate and just looks great. But I think his biggest thing to me is his, his rushing upside. For as big as he is, you don't think he's going to run like that until – he outruns you because he had a couple uh, couple read options to the corner game against Ohio State, and he was just outrunning linebackers like they really wasn't there, which was really surprising to me. I think his, my my biggest uh, concern for him is it's his biggest concern and his biggest thing is his confidence. To me, I think it, he's he's very confident in himself, but I think sometimes he may play down to his his uh, his uh, opponents. Now, when it gets like there was a couple games two years ago where he was just throwing picks left and right. Like he kind of didn't care. I think Dabo got in his butt with that. So I think with with Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer really doesn't play that with his quarterbacks like that. So if you're not playing well, he's going to get in your tail and, and you know and try to get to where get you where you need to be. But I think this guy, the one on one quarterbacks this class, and I don't think anybody is going to beat him to that honestly in my opinion in this class you said he was your two was fields your one yes of course he was because you're an ohio state fan that's not that's not necessarily true i do like and i love fields and fields is very close to me but from from seeing what trevor lawrence can do throwing on a run with the accuracy like that and and the arm strength throwing hash to hash there's no comparison yeah, and some people do have fields as their one, and I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand their logic behind that. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think a lot of people seem to say that Justin Fields is a running quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. He's a quarterback that can run, but he looks to throw the ball first. And I don't understand where people were coming from. Well, he doesn't go through his reads. He's a one one read guy. That's I, I didn't see that at all in any of the game film that I watched on him. So. Mm-hmm. Let's let you know. Usually, I'm the negative guy here, but do you have anything bad that you could find about Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I can't really find the, anything. The, the only thing not to say was bad was just his his own self confidence. I think that could be a detriment to him if he if he gets too lax, he'll start to you know relax and 
he might not have that drive because everything came so easy to him. Like you said, he was never used to losing. Once he starts losing, we need to see how he reacts to that. And if he can bounce back and like Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, he wasn't used to losing. And then I know it's kind of like the same comparison, but then we saw it gets to like the third quarter. They're down by like 14 or 17 and he just chucking the ball and they coming back every time. And it was like, it, you had that confidence that he was going to come back and win. Need any thoughts on Tila? Yeah, there's, I mean, you guys have said a lot about Trevor Lawrence and there's, you know, not too much to say because he is kind of a unanimous quarterback one. He is the 101 this year in the actual draft. And I think he comps very well to Andrew Luck because he is, you know, kind of deceptively athletic. Um, say that because he's a white guy, you know, he's deceptively athletic. So it's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, he's a guy that can get down the field, you know, running the ball. Um, he is a threat with his legs, um, but that's not what he relies on. Obviously, he he has the arm. He has the arm talent to push it down the field. He can hit those underneath routes. He can throw on the run. He kind of does everything you need. Um, he's not, you know, a top five, top quarterback right now in the NFL. He's still got to develop. He's not going to come in here and, you know, be Patrick Mahomes. But he is, he shows that he has all the traits. He has the physical tools. He has the football IQ that he can develop into a top guy. And you know, I think it's a pretty easy uh, quarterback one this year. Okay, and yeah. that's in a really good quarterback class. So yeah, all right. So let's move on. And this is where a lot of people start to get split. You know, we talked about Justin Fields uh, two weeks ago. And now we're talking about Trevor Lawrence. That's the consensus, seemingly one and two. However, you have them. And then uh, guys like Trey Lance, they're usually up there around three. But some people have a guy like Mac Jones from the University of Alabama. He is six foot three, two fourteen, finishes his collegiate clear with six thousand one hundred twenty-six yards passing, fifty-six touchdowns, seven interceptions, forty-two yards rushing on fifty-four attempts. So he is not—he's not a runner, but uh, two rushing touchdowns. Just keep in mind, uh, I do believe sacks count for negative yards. Yep. In mm-hmm. AAA, they don't they don't do that in college. So, uh, Nate, why don't we start with you on Mac Jones? Tell me why I should or should not like him. Yeah, um, I like Mac Jones a lot. He's my uh, quarterback four in this class, actually. Okay. Um, I I understand why people say, and I agree with this. You know, he doesn't have the upside of, of most of the other guys in this class, but he's a guy that I think you know reads the field very well. Um, and we saw that Alabama. Obviously, he had the talent around him to succeed, but he was able to get the ball to that talent consistently. He has the NFL record for completion, um, the NCAA record for completion percentage. I believe it was like 78% completion rate. Um, yes, he had Devonta Smith to throw too, but he constantly found open guys down the field. He wasn't just throwing little screens the entire time. He pushed the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. He was, he showed great anticipation. Um, he supposedly has like some kind of photographic memory that he, you know, he can understand all 22 players in the field, all that crap. It's like, he's like a little Sean McVay, you know? Um, so he's a guy that has a lot of football IQ to make up for where he lacks physically compared to some of these other athletes. Uh, he's a guy, I think, you know, we've heard a lot of comps to Kirk cousins. Um, I mean, and that's kind of what you're expecting. I think he has a bit more upside than where we've gotten to with Kirk cousins. Um, he can, you know, some people are going to compare him to Tom Brady, especially because they want to see him in New England. Um, mm-hmm. 
he's that traditional pocket passer. He doesn't offer a lot of rushing upside. Very cerebral. Um, I like Mac Jones a lot, and I think fit is huge for him because he needs a good team around him. Um, he's not the guy that's going to you know necessarily put the team on his back and just make plays happen. But if he goes into a scheme where he has talent around him, I think he will succeed and the team will succeed. Here's what I'll say about Mac Jones. I like him. He's a guy that to me will have a safer floor than a guy like Trey Lance, but Trey Lance will have a much higher ceiling because usually they have these guys right around there. Everything you said, he's a pro-ready quarterback. He's going to walk right in. He could be a starter. A little jittery in the pocket, I noticed. He's mobile enough, but he's not a running quarterback. He's accurate enough, but there's a couple times I saw him on short and intermediate routes. He was just putting way too much behind the ball. So he could use a little bit more touch. Um, yeah. I mean, he throws the top talent in the NCAA, but if he has, if he goes to a place like the Jets, which is not a super talented wide receiver room, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, like, look at, look at the guys he was throwing to at Alabama, but Smith, Jalen Waddle. They probably have a really good tight end down there. I just see him, I <laughs> Jaleel know. Billingsley. Well, everyone wants him to go to New England, but if he goes to New England, what ro- like what wide receivers do they have on their roster? Tight ends, like, just tight ends, man. That's exactly. What they, they don't, and that's a great point, Maddie. So you shouldn't want if you want to have Mac Jones in your superflex league, you should not want him to go to New England. You should want him to go to San Francisco. Is what mm-hmm. you should put some respect on Jacoby Myers' name. I refuse to do that, <laughs> and I will not. Yeah, I just want to say Denver as a potential landing spot for Mac Jones is one that makes a lot of sense as well, and I love it. Wouldn't hate that. Be a nice quarterback competition. Mm-hmm. It would. And, well, okay, then let me ask you guys this: If that's a quarterback competition, Drew Lock or Mac Jones, who wins that? I, I mean, Drew I want Locke to say starts and Mac Jones comes in. Yeah, I want to say Mac Jones, especially because you know you spend him a high pick on him. But you know, I I think Mac Jones coming in as a rookie. Uh, I like Mac Jones more than Drew Locke for the future, but I think Mac Jones coming in as a rookie versus Drew Locke in his third year, I think it's a very fair fight. I think mm-hmm. Drew Locke would probably win right away, and then we'll we'll go from there. I do have uh, my Kirk, my comp on here is Kirk Cousins. One other thing is he's not the best with pressure in his face. So, and this that being said, That's this is an elite line at Alabama. So, again, he yeah. could be going somewhere. You're gonna want him to go. San Francisco, he's it's going to be the best for him, and I mean it. Look at what's around him: receivers, yeah. tight ends, fantastic line, good defense. That's not going to make him put the team on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Be great. So, uh, Pork, Maddie, do you guys have anything to add to Mac Jones? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm gonna just play a little bit of devil's advocate here. I just think that Mac is very, very team dependent on where he needs to go. He needs a a legit offensive line. The only thing that it, it really bothered me. I was looking, I forget who they were playing. I think it might have been an Ohio State game. Um, he dropped back the pass and there wasn't real, it was barely any pressure on him. And he had like the choppiest feet I've ever seen. And it, it just and then he just panicked and threw the ball. That's not gonna work in the NFL. But and to me, I don't I don't see that as translating too well into the league. Now, when he's dropped back the pass and he has an open pocket, he'll pick you apart. But majority of quarterbacks in the league can do that. Yeah. When you have somebody coming at you 100 miles an hour, six, seven, three thousand pounds, and they run like a four-two, and you're getting choppy like that, and you're getting nervous, and they're not even close to you yet, 
That's a big, big issue for me. And I'm starting to I'm starting to drop him slowly, slowly and slowly down my rankings. But I just can't look past when he has an open when he has a good pocket and he's throwing the ball accurate. That that's that's my main issue with Mac. Maddie. I like Mac Jones a lot. Uh, I have him as my quarterback four uh, above Trey Lance. Uh, I think Trey Lance is more upside, but Mac Jones has the safer floor. And for fantasy purposes, I don't like to take many risks when it comes to the quarterback position because there's a lot more busts than there are hits in the first round with when it comes to five quarterbacks. Uh, you know, so you have to be kind of trepidatious when it comes to selecting these quarterbacks. And when it comes to Mac Jones, uh, like you said, he's Kirk Cousins with a DUI is what I, what I saw on Twitter. And I like that a lot. Uh, he's going to have a rookie contract as well. So it's going to be Kirk Cousins with a one fifteenth of his contract. So that'll be nice for a team as well. Uh, he's a guy who can hit his wide receivers in stride. There are times on tape where he struggled to hit him in stride and he hit them on the uh, outside of their bodies and they have to adjust for the ball like Devonta Smith making some insane catches on highlights you know you mm-hmm. see that a lot because Mac Jones didn't place the ball accurately and that's that's something that is a little bit concerning but that most of the times it's because he had pressure in his face like you said pork so mm-hmm. he's still able to deliver a catchable ball um and I like what he's able to do uh he put up pre- impressive uh resume at Alabama so you can't ignore his stats uh completion percentage like Nate said it's the leading completion percentage in uh, college football so, I mean, just insanely accurate. And you know what? Who else was insanely accurate in the NFL? Kirk Cousins, top five in deep accuracy as a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Just insanely accurate. Uh, so you, you got you to gotta like that comp uh, for Mac Jones. Uh, I don't think it's a bad one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, question before we move on to our last prospect that we know Maddie loves. Jorge wants to know, does Trevor get past the Jets if he falls? No, no. I mean, I don't see him falling, <laughs> but I would hope no. the Jets would take him. Actually, I kind of don't hope they take him for his career's sake. But <laughs> yeah, they will. So it's the yeah. Jets, man. Yeah. Jets but what, uh, back with what Maddie was saying, he said he was able to throw some sort of accurate passes towards Devonta Smith. But my only thing is, when he goes to the 49ers right now, I don't think they have a receiver that can. Contort their body like Devonta Smith, Ayuk. and that was that's my big issue. Ayuk, I don't see him. Kittle, the, I, Kittle, yes, but that's it. But I'm talking about as like throwing the ball to a receiver. I don't see Ayuk as being as he was not as good of a prospect as Devonta Smith was. I can no, tell you that much. No, he's a still a first round prospect as a wide receiver, though. With insane. right, he was, he, but not you saw that not jump, to right? the Air Ayuk. Yeah, I saw that. But seeing how good Devonta Smith was, he was going up and contouring his body and, and yes. making those plays. Now, Kittle, I agree. Kittle is nasty. But mm-hmm. selling, the, selling the ball like that as well gets your receivers killed. And then they it's don't definitely something you. that's a, it's a concern. It's definitely something that, you know, it's brought it's going to be brought to his attention by his, his quarterback coach, whoever he's working with. And, you know, Mac Jones at his pro day, uh, his first one, he didn't look as good either. But, you know, uh I, I like this tape. Uh, he's a competitor. Yeah. Nate said he had a photographic memory. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. That's actually that's fucking awesome. Like, sorry for using the f bomb, Mike. But uh, no, no, you you're know, good. I love uh, I love the photographic memory thing because that means he's just gonna re- memorize every single play. If he sees someone drop into coverage, mm. he's gonna know every one else's coverage based on that. Mm. So uh, that's just that's something you can't teach, man. So I, I that's gonna 
I'm gonna have to reevaluate Mac Jones now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love the I love the photographic memory thing, but to me, there's a lot of backups in this league that have awesome photographic memory, but doesn't oh, yeah. have the talent to do so. Mac has some sort of talent. It's just his mobility in the pocket to me with the with the choppy feet. That that's the thing that just makes me a little bit he's, nervous. I just I just no want to see him. Yeah, no, I need I need to see him. You know, when he drops back in the pocket, I need to see him in the pocket, slide to the left, slide to the right, try to evade something and not get nervous. But I think yeah. Kyle, if he goes to the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan can, you know, try to coach him up so he can understand what he needs to do better that way. I would love Mac Jones on the 49ers. It would, it would be great. I mean, as much as I, I liked Fields a lot, but I think that Mac Jones would be a safe fit there if they want to go with a, a quarterback who can start right away. Uh, Mac Jones, like we said, high completion percentage in college is going to – I mean, he's like I just said, he's no Joe Burrow. People want to. I've seen comps to Joe Burrow. People want to compare him to Joe Burrow, but he's not. He doesn't have the oh, no. mobility that Joe Burrow has. He doesn't have that playmaking skill that Joe Burrow has. That he can make a play out of nowhere. Uh, he had playmakers, which is the difference. Um, right. So, so you know, how much is that? Uh, his playmakers uh, did he benefit from them? I don't know. Uh, but you know, Mac Jones was able to to deliver on time catchable balls, and that's what you have to to evaluate him on. So. I, I thought that he did that more often than he did not. So I, I thought yeah, yeah. that he had a pretty safe floor. All right. So let's move on to our last prospect of the evening. Well, that's Kyle. Maddie's favorite. The best one. The best one. Kyle Trask <laughs> at the University of Florida, six foot five, 240 pounds, finishing his collegiate career with 7,386 yards. There's more than Mac Jones, 69 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 132 carries for 54 yards. That is, he's averaging 0.4 yards per carry, but eight touchdowns <laughs> to go with it. So I think it's safe to say he's not a runner, everybody. They no. should switch him to tight end. I think they probably should, yeah. Um, Kyle Trask screams. Okay, I'm going to use this comp. Hear me out before you react. Mitchell Trubisky. Could get overdrafted in the first round. He's going to play out mm-hmm. his rookie contract with a team, and then he's going to be Come a backup. Back yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that sort of progression for him. Now, that being said, if he goes somewhere to a team that doesn't ask him to do a ton to just manage the game, the guy, Washington would be a perfect spot for him, I feel. Mm-hmm. Good wide receiving like- core, good run, you know, good running game, good defense would be a good spot. But, um, I mean, like I'm looking at it, he's fine. His arms, he doesn't have the best arm strength, I don't think. Not a lot of zip. Deep balls, okay. Mobile in the pocket enough, but not a runner. His pocket awareness is okay, but not always great. Um, he's pretty accurate. He sets his feet well to throw. But again, more game manager than game breaker. I think sums up Kyle Trask pretty well. But Maddie, I know you are a massive Kyle Trask fan. <laughs> Let's kick it over to you. Yeah, you know when you, you, you try to, like, flail a pool noodle in the air and it just doesn't new, work? He said new deal. <laughs> a new deal in the air. Yeah, that's, that's like Le- Kyle Trask trying to throw a football, man. I don't try to I, – I joke there, but Kyle Trask is fine. Uh, is he a starter in the NFL? Probably not. Uh, not for me, at least. But, uh, you know, someone's going to reach on him and try to make him a starter. Uh, so will I reach on him in the second round of a Superflex League? Maybe in the the back end, 
just to throw a quarterback on my team. Um, you know, so Kyle Trask is good. He's all right. Uh, you got the ball to Kyle Pitts, which is cool. So, you know, he's good for a college quarterback, but you know, he's not, he's not any means an NFL starting quarterback. As a prospect, Kyle Trask or Jake Fromm? <laughs> oh, I was thinking that. Is there a C? That's so funny. Yeah. One of the one of the two, Maddie. Paxton yeah. Lynch. Final answer. <laughs> All right, Nat. Uh, I'm sorry, Nate. Kyle Trask or uh, Jake Fromm? I have to pull up my uh, my rankings from last year because <laughs> that's it. Oh come on, Jake Fromm was near the bottom for me. I'm yeah. gonna just tell you, it was Trask. It, it would be Trask for me. Too. I'm gonna take Trask over Fromm and Porkman. I'm know probably also taking Trask. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> not, I don't want to make that decision though. <laughs> All right, well, Nate, yeah, yeah, I'm taking me, Trask. Tell me what you think about Kyle Trask then. Um, yeah, so. I kind of like his upside if he goes to a team like the Washington football team or the Chicago Bears just as a dart throw. Um, like Maddie said, maybe maybe the back end of the second, maybe the beginning of the third, just because quarterbacks are valuable. Um, but he's not a guy that is going to, you know, be something. You know, that's, I guess, <laughs> a way of putting it. <laughs> um, I don't think he has a bad arm. I think a lot of it is, comes down to technique. So I think if he works on his footwork and using his lower body, he could be a lot better with his arm pushing the ball down the field. He works really well with the short intermediate routes. You know, that's how he got the ball to Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. And it's just, he has enough rushing upside to know, and he's big enough to, you know, get those goal line carries or like, you know, get that fourth and ones quarterback sneak. But, um, he doesn't have a lot of special ability. Not like he doesn't have that it factor. Um, I kind of I'm gonna throw this one out there. So at the beginning of the year, do you remember when Kyle Trask was getting first round hype? Yes. Okay. Remember the beginning of last year when Jacob Eason was getting first round hype? Yes. All right. It's about the same here. Okay. Um, these are both quarterbacks who did well in college, but are very limited physically like athletically as I well like, as just with their production i like he's better than trash I, I know like, you like he's better than trash do you do you like kellen mon better than trash nate um depends on my situation <laughs> you got the eye roll. <laughs> that's gonna be pretty landing spot dependent yeah mm-hmm. um right. i think trash could be a serviceable quarter serviceable quarterback but I don't think he's going to have staying power in the league beyond being a backup. Possibly um, I could see him being a serviceable quarterback for one year, maybe two, but I think that's about it. Um, a team, if they develop him and be a starting quarterback, I think a year or two down the road, they'd be looking for another quarterback. Um, not that he's, he's bad, but yeah, he'd, he'd be an incredible XFL player. Um, mm-hmm. I think his ceiling like the best we could get out of Kyle Trask is um, maybe how some of us feel about Derek Carr, <laughs> like <laughs> a low end quarterback too, um, at best. High end. Come I'll on. talk about Derek Carr. Derek Carr's good. He's like a QB thirteen. Uh, <laughs> when he has good receivers to throw to outside of Darren Waller, but uh, if Nelson Aguilar is still catching the ball over there, but he's not, so. We just got Darren Waller. Yeah, he got overpaid by the Patriots, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Pork, do you have signing. anything to add to Kyle Trask? And then, Nate, we could play the comp game if you'd like. Yeah. Um, quarterbacks, right? Sure. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Trask for me is is a hard no for fantasy purposes. Uh, I think he would be good for the NFL just for a depth for a backup, in my opinion. It was just hard for me to actually watch some of his film only because I was uh, – I agree with Nate – I think it was more technique issues. When he drops back the pass, his uh, technique with his footwork was very inconsistent, and he threw a lot of his arms and no hips and no no leg motions and no nothing, and and a lot of that was just inaccurate. And I think that was some of the issues with his arm strength and his accuracy. Uh, we saw a lot of Kyle Pitts uh, turning around, catching the ball in different awkward positions, but he's so freaking good. He was able to catch it anyway. Uh, Kadarius Tony half the time he was wide open on some of his routes, so it was kind of hard to miss stuff like that. But when he has to throw in tight tight positions and tight corners and tight windows, uh, I don't think he has the arm strength to do that in the NFL. So we have to just wait and see what team he goes to and see if they really believe in him. There was I think he said the Pittsburgh Steelers were interested in him. But I don't see them taking him in the first round. Maybe I'd be like a uh, like a day two type of guy, so we're developing them and see how it goes. But I'm not day, day three. Well, I don't know. But people people value quarterbacks more than us fantasy players do in, in some instances when we stop talking about the top guys. So okay. they they might see something that we don't. You know, if you're the Steelers. You already have Mason Rudolph, who's better than Kyle Trask. You could just stick with him for another year or two, and you could spend that draft pick. They also, they also have Dwayne Haskins. The Washington football team took RG3 and Kirk Cousins in the same yeah. in the same draft. That actually worked out NFL pretty well. Teams are, yeah, but NFL teams are unpredictable. Right, sure. so that's what I'm saying. You don't know what they're going to do. They may see – hey, it was like one – it was probably Daniel Snyder was saying, I want RG3, and the Kyle coach Shanahan. wanted – Kyle Shanahan wanted Cousins. So he was like, okay. We'll just freaking we'll say we'll we'll play chicken and see how it happens. And Kyle Shanahan won. And then he got fired. To be fair, if Robert Griffin wasn't injured, his career could have been quite different. A lot better. And he could be the starting quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens right now. He is not on the team. Not anymore. <laughs> Tyler Huntley is the backup, and Tyler Huntley is so good. Until they draft the quarterback. I'm trying to tell you guys last year. Trace McCorley. <laughs> Greatest quarterback of all time. Can you stop? Send him back up to Philly. <laughs> He's the yeah. human. I'll tell you what. I after he left Penn State, I did not realize how good of a collegiate quarterback he was. Watching because <laughs> you got that. You had to watch Sean Clifford. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Sean Clifford almost as much as I hate Nate Gary. So doesn't that just leave a bad taste in your mouth? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, like watching Michigan State football, man. Dude, the one time. I, so I don't get to watch a lot of Penn State because I try to during the football season. It's like I can really only have one day because you got to spend time with the family, too. And I want to. But uh, Jenna took core out for the day. So I'm like, I'm going to watch a Penn State game. I haven't done this all year. And I tuned in a little bit late. I turned the game on and Sean Clifford just throws the worst interception that I've ever seen. I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm not even I just turned on an SEC team. I'm like, I don't even care. This, this is much better. But uh, yeah. Nate, before we head out. Let's play that comp game. Come on. And let's start with Kyle Trask. All right. Kyle Trask or Jake Fromm? Trask. We already answered that one. 
Trask, yeah. Trask. Yeah, Kyle okay. Trask. Kyle Trask or Jacob Eason? Eason. <laughs> I'm going Eason's because I loved him so much last year. I, I didn't like Eason last year, so Trask. I'm going to go Trask as well. Uh, one more. Would you rather have Kyle Trask as a prospect or Jordan Love? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Yeah, I think it's just love off of his, his arm strength. Oh, Jalen Hurts, yeah. too. Let's, let's throw Jalen Hurts in there. Uh, as draft prospects. Well, I don't know. They're not really. I liked, I, think, I didn't player. like Hurts as a draft prospect as much. No, but I will say that just looking at them from draft prospects, Hurts' mobility gives him an the edge. Upside. Up. So yeah. That's true. I would, I would pick Hurts, Hurts over. Yep. Ask. 100%. Yeah. All right. Mac Jones. Or Justin Herbert as prospects. Herbert. Herbert. Uh, Herbert. All right. I'm laying you here gotta go on Mac the Jones. Mac Jones because <laughs> I was way down on Herbert last year. So. Okay. You're staying consistent. That's like my that. miss. That's my miss, man. That was a big miss last year. Um, Mac Jones or Jordan Love? Mac Jordan Love. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, I feel like he's going to be a more consistent player. Yeah, Mac Jones. He'll get the second answer. I like I like the ADP of Jordan Love though. If we're talking about like prospective ADP, uh, but taking a straight up player, I'd take Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones as well. I think that's kind of the those are the two prospects that he'd be between. Mm-hmm. So, moving on, Trevor Lawrence. This is kind of a Ooh, Mac Jones or Joe Burrow. What about that one? I mean, I think everyone's taking Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Still taking Joe Burrow. <laughs> Still Joe Burrow for me. But... <laughs> one. The, the hard one is Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. I I'm going to go Trevor. Be Trevor. And only think... because Joe Burrow had that one really good season, whereas we saw what Trevor Lawrence did consistently throughout his collegiate career. He made a great team even better. Joe Burrow had to transfer. You know, he couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins, who's trash. So, I mean, (laughs) it's true. I'm sorry. It's true. I'm going to take Trevor there, but I do love me some Joe Burrow as well. Yep. I'm taking Trevor as well. That's a hard one. It is hard. I think I'll go Trevor too, but they were, it's it's really close. Now, do these players have to be comps to each other too, like close in player style? No. Okay. So, just as prospects. Matt Jones. I didn't like Jalen Hurts last year. Still don't like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with with Mac Jones. And don't worry, I don't like Jalen Hurts all that much either. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with. I like. Mac I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts. And okay, so I was, I was pretty high on Jalen Hurts last like, year. How about if you know at this time what they're gonna be like at this current day before the draft? <laughs> would you rather have Mac Jones or Jalen Hurts on the Eagles? I would still have Jalen Hurts on the Eagles. In my opinion, Same. give me Mac Jones. Who's <laughs> Mac Jones throwing to? Anyone? Quez Watkins. Quez, well, I love John Quez. Hightower, man. <laughs> the next Devonta <laughs> Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's what Mike said. I don't know. I never said that about you. <laughs> Are you well, got any more? For I mean, Trevor Lawrence as a prospect, if you can think about it. Going back or Andrew Luck because that's really his closest comp. So Andrew Luck, Oof. yeah, Luck Luck was nasty. 
yeah back then yeah he i think he had more of a killer instinct than than trevor has bingo i i completely agree with that so, but the problem is you know we talk about i think recently it's come up you know does trevor lawrence have that killer instinct andrew luck man that guy got like his master's degree in some engineering technology <laughs> thing and was yeah. like yeah i'll play football until i don't care anymore and then he was like okay i'm gonna, not gonna play football now like I know he but kill I a drive it, on the field, but to, yeah, to his point, I don't think he he stopped because he didn't care. He just stopped because he was getting killed. I didn't care enough to keep getting killed. <laughs> I know, but that, that, Drew that Brees, rehab, Drew Brees that rehab is ten years ago. <laughs> he could have, but he 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 still had a chip on his shoulder, like he had something to prove because he was four foot eleven, still throwing touchdowns. Yeah. All right, well, that's all we got for quarterbacks. So happy draft, everybody. Uh, make sure you hit us up if you got any questions about uh, these landing spots and what, what we should do with guys on your rosters. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this guy got drafted. What do I do with this veteran? DMs are open. And the faster and easiest way to get a hold of us is the group chat. And you can go there, patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. If you want to check out that Patreon group chat is fantastic. That's where you can find guys like myself, Porkman, Nate, and Maddie Big Chest holding it down. So, Maddie, until we get to see your lovely face again sometime soon, hopefully, where can we find you on Twitter? At Maddie Big Chest. Hit me up if you need some graphic work. Yes, please do. His graphics are fantastic. He even found me some better dinosaurs than the one I had. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out Dynasty by Design. It's one of my favorite shows. Now, how many more episodes is that going for this season? Uh, we have a special bonus episode. It'll have Steffi Smalls and uh, a doctor, a doctor of uh, PT on it as well. So oh. we'll have a pretty good uh, lineup for our last episode. All right, perfect. And Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Nate NFL, and I'm finishing up my 30 days 30 prospects. Gotten kind of behind because of work, but I got three more left. So uh, maybe I'll do two two tomorrow and one on draft day, or maybe I'll just do. Everyone on draft day. I don't know. Just get ready, though. You know Can't what? Wait I... for Nico Collins. <laughs> yes. You, know you have three left. Three syllables. Kylan Hill. Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? That was corny. <laughs> I'm a dad. You can find me. You can find me at FF Porkman. Uh, I might be going. I'm um, gonna be doing an article soon on the Patreon, so just be looking forward for that. Um, so make sure you sign up for that as well. Yeah, and uh, he will also send you pictures of him with no sleeves on. You can find me on Twitter at Rewind CEO. I would much rather you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Check out all the great stuff that we have going on, everybody. And thank you again for always listening and always watching. I appreciate it. And until I see you again, be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.